We're going to go over the three biggest changes we've made when it comes to our podcast growth strategy in 2023. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. Hello and welcome back to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing. My name is Anthony Winery, and in this episode, me and Ty Gosher, my business partner, we're gonna go over the three biggest changes we've made when it comes to our podcast growth strategy in 2023. Yeah, definitely. I, I personally love these kind of reflections, you know, when you think back and think what's changed, whether it's in the business or not. I mean, I, I would say we do this quite a lot just privately. When yeah, you're 100%. On the call. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. You know, we obviously we've we've known each other for a very, very long time, since we were children, for anyone listening right now. So Little we have a lot babies. to reflect on uh, in terms of shared experiences and the business. So without further ado, this time a year ago, we maybe had maximum 20 clients, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in our whole history, not that one time. Mm-hmm. Now we've got, you know, it's it's like over triple that at this point. Yeah. Um. So because we've had so many more clients come through the door and so many different types of podcasts and really just amped up everything we're doing, it's forced us to evolve our growth strategy because as you scale, you realize there's maybe the odd show that this certain thing doesn't work too well for, or there's certain niches that are a bit harder to crack, 100%. or there's certain clients that have even less time than, than what most people do. 100%. So it's really forced us to kind of evolve in the best way. So Anthony, in no particular order, mm-hmm. what is one of the biggest changes we've made to our strategies for growing podcasts this year? I love that, dude. Well, honestly, the number one thing so far, I said, in no <laughs> definitely in no particular order. In okay? no particular order, man. I just go, you're the number one thing. But no, I think <laughs> number one would be the content strategy. Like our approach to how we approach content strategy now versus before is totally different. I remember when we first started getting clients and working with clients kind of one on one, either for free or just our first couple of paying clients. It was, uh, it's quite laughable when you look back at it. I almost feel bad because. The content strategy was something that we just completely ignored. We just thought, well, the podcast is a podcast. Of course, they can you know, create content. They've got to talk about different things, different ideas. We were so heavily focused more on social media strategies or how can you leverage a high-profile guest or guest on other podcasts. But we barely really gave our attention to like, how do we build a demand-based content strategy? How do we make sure that the topics our clients are covering on the show are in demand, are proven to gain traction. That's that's huge, hasn't it? I think that's been the big, one of the biggest things. Hundred percent. Well, I think a year ago we we weren't doing any form of of content strategy. No, no we? it was just, um, of course, you know, we, we made sure like the intros were improved, so people yeah. were more intrigued to listen. Of course, we made sure like the the way we branded that content had like more keywords 100%. and stuff like that. We were doing all that stuff already, but the actual content ideas themselves, we just kind of trusted that our clients knew, you know, they knew their niche, so you know that was yeah. good to go. Um, what, what was the moment that made you realize or that, that kind of spurred on the shift? Because I remember it was one particular client. Yeah, I um, think it was kind of like we had one particular client where I kind of came to my realization like, okay, if we want to make sure that we're seeing growth month after month, not just like doing all this heavy work when it comes to promoting and social media and all that good stuff, that's great, right? But how do we make sure it's kind of sustainable long term? And we noticed how when it came to exposure we're sending these people to a podcast 
I remember working with this one particular client and it came to our realization like, oh wow, like the topics we cover on the show matter more than ever, right? When it comes to SEO, when it comes to the specific pain points we're covering, when it comes to just attracting the listeners you want to attract, you have to be very intentional about the topics you cover. Now, you might be hearing this right now and thinking, guys, shut the fuck up. Like we, we know this, like <laughs> I know what my audience wants, I know what they love, but I'll challenge that. I would honestly challenge that because the thing is, let's say for example, your show isn't growing month after month after month, yeah? It means people discover your show, then they stop listening. That's not that's not growing month after month, right? That's not retaining <laughs> listeners. So It's a leak in the bucket. It's a leak in the bucket. So we have to really prioritize with our clients moving forward, okay? How do we make sure we don't do all this work for them just to grow a little bit and then people leave? So I have to really build out this demand-based content strategy, looking at places like YouTube, Google, thinking about different topics and ideas, and then having a way to validate those ideas, not just having like ideas from our clients or ideas from our minds, but looking at what's currently gaining traction within online communities, within high-ranking blogs about a specific topic, about a specific niche. Yeah, definitely. And you know, to, to really summarize this, it would be, standing on the shoulders of giants with medias that have been around a lot longer than podcasting when there's there's still a lot more volume you know there's obviously a load more google searches and, and youtube use than than apple Podcasts at the moment um seeing what ideas are in demand right now within any given niche and repurposing them and then the main benefit of that is just more organic growth before we even touch social media and that kind of thing 100%. And also kind of just really encouraging our clients and encouraging you if you're listening right now. Um, when you get a guest on, just like focus on a topic and the pain point you're solving and have that guest, the big name, talk about the topic you know your audience are actively searching for. That's mm. been huge as well. And right? bonus points if you can then record a separate episode, bite size. You can even do it straight after the guest recording. Just give your three takeaways on your conversation with them. That way you can double your output Definitely without doubling your, your workload, if you 100%. just kind of add that on the top. I mean, it really helps with the content strategy because, again, it's it's double the amount of demand-based content that you're covering. That was, that was a little bonus one there. That was a bonus <laughs> one. All right. Well, the, the second one would be a change we made to our SEO. Now, Anthony calls this building relevancy. I'm not 100% sure relevancy is you've even a word. You've never but- been bought. You've <laughs> never, ever been bought on this this whole idea. Yeah. I came to Tig and I was like, look, dude, I've got something that just makes sense for ourselves SEO-wise. And I was like, look, I'm going to call it building relevancy. I thought it was kind of sexy, nice, fresh. <laughs> Tog's like, dude, I don't think relevancy is a word. You know, I think it's a word, but yeah. Well, you know what? We looked it up, and it, it, I think the definition was like it is a word. It's just not commonly used anymore. So you know, he, he, Anthony is, is right in, in when everything's said and done. So anyway, Anthony, what actually is building relevancy? Sweet. So building relevancy is essentially a process where you're being strategic with the keywords you want to rank for. So before, instead of just how most people see podcast SEO, is a very kind of um, individual. <laughs> Episode, okay. Well, you know what? How, how were we seeing podcast SEO before in terms of keywords? So I think before, before yeah, I think before it was kind of like how do you optimize each specific episode to get the most amount of search? So it was almost like we would record an episode and then we would figure out what are the three main talking points of this podcast episode? What keywords would a listener search in on, on Apple or Spotify to discover this podcast? And then we would name it along those lines, thinking mm-hmm. about the keywords. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how we approached it before. Whereas now we're like, well, 
When it comes to SEO, the more times you cover a specific topic or keyword, the better chance you, you have for ranking for it. Not even the better chance, just the more you rank for that keyword. So we started being a bit more intentional of thinking, okay, if we wanna build relevancy, it means picking three keywords intentionally that we know based on research gets tons of search volume. And then we build our content strategy and the episode titles of each podcast and target those specific key words. That's building relevancy. Being intentional with the keywords we want to target and then making sure our content strategy is aligned with the keywords we're trying to target. I can't help but you're making me crack up because you keep switching between keyword and keyword. <laughs> so to illustrate this example, so let's say you have a podcast about online business. Before, we would take the approach of only having online business in some episode titles. For example, if it was like seven ways to start your online business. But what we realized is online business, you know, th this is especially important with bigger and more competitive keywords. It's quite competitive. There's so many online business shows around. There's so many big ones. So you can't just stick that in one episode title and expect to actually then start ranking for mm -hmm. that. You really need to build up that kind of digital real estate or, or that relevancy, right? Um, by having it in every single episode title. And then over time, that really compounds. And that's actually how you can even break page one of a really big keyword like online business. 100%. Yeah. And for you right now, whatever that main keyword would be to you, the kind of broadly applicable to all of your episodes phrase that people will be searching for, imagine what that could do for your podcast and your business if you could get on page one of that keyword. And that really comes from the consistently having it in every single title. And then last but not least, Tyke, what's the final one? The easiest way to define it would just be volume, right? Yeah. So volume with, so we kind of talked about SEO, we talked about content strategy, we've kind of talked about the more principled stuff. Mm -hmm. But now this one really applies to, to the tactics we use, right? So yeah. like the, the social media stuff uh, and predominantly the guesting, guesting on other podcasts. So I think what we realized is, again, like I said, some people don't have as much time as others. Some niches are harder to crack than mm -hmm. others. You know, there's, there's a lot of variance uh, in, in growing each podcast. There's always a very personalized solution. So what we've realized is that we need to bait. What we've realized is that to get every client a result, we need to do way more by default. We need to massively overshoot with the volume of certain yeah, things correct. to guarantee that we can hit certain targets. Hundred. I think that's like, that's a massive mindset shift, and I think it kind of is, is a bit of a reflection of you know our our own business growth strategy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for context, for anyone listening, again, we we like to be I like to be just open and honest with how like our business, and of course when the podcasting business of <laughs> helping podcasters grow podcasts but also in the coaching business of like within that un same umbrella um, and for us you know when it came to us marketing our business to get clients for our coaching this might be a takeaway for you listening right now so for us cold email is our main channel that we use for lead generation our podcast honestly is just mainly to grow an audience to practice what we preach and we're kind of you know we're doing that and also to nurture leads. You know, we've closed around $20,000 over the last 90 days attributed to our podcast, i.e. someone's being nurtured by, uh, listeners are being nurtured, they're reaching out, and then when they cut on the sales scores, it's much easier. Amazing, good, great, amazing, awesome. But when it comes to volume, our outreach main method was cold emails. We'll send around 150, and then we 5X that to over like, you know, 500 emails a day. If you were getting our emails and me following up relentlessly, then <laughs> you, you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, but that that reflected in our strategy with our clients because we started noticing like, hang on a minute. So you're telling me all, like Alex Hormozzi, you know, PBD, all these massive names within the like business online space, 
when they start guesting, they're going crazy. Mm. Like they are going insane. So these are people who already have massive audiences in the in the millions, right, of downloads per month. And they're going crazy guesting on other people's massive podcasts that get hundreds of thousands and millions per month. So if our clients are, let's say, again, thousands, tens of thousands of downloads per month, it's really important that we we have to match that bar. We can't always match it because it's just impossible sometimes. But like mm-hmm. in terms of the volume, we have to make up by just guessing on as many podcasts as we possibly can. You might hear this and have an immediate reaction of, well, what the hell should I do? That that sounds like a lot of work. And you know, I guess what would you say to somebody saying, guys, that sounds great. I'd love to guess on you know five podcasts every single month, you know, consistently. But that's just too much. What would you say? Um, is that a trick question? Because I would say become a get more listeners client <laughs> because we do that bit for you. <laughs> but I mean, I think the time um, but, but, investment wise as well, right? No, no, the time investment. Really think about what's your goal. And if it really is to grow your podcast next year, which, you know, hopefully it is if you're listening to this, then you have to take the minds of when there is something that you know that works, why not double down on it? It's very much worth it if you know you're getting the ROI from it, right? Well, I think most podcasters are putting in a lot of work anyway, but on things that they actually don't even know is working. And all of these things kind of link back to each other. You know, the content strategy needs to be there because if you're guessing on other podcasts, you want to make sure when you give a shout out to your own podcast, you have a content strategy that's going to retain people's attention, that the episodes are packaged in a way to grab someone's attention and keep them listening. You need to make sure that your SEO is relevant to them and when, what they're searching in. And when it comes to guesting, if it's a priority to you, when it, it, you know, I would encourage you to kind of explore it more because it should be a priority because, again, it's leveraging other people's audiences, putting yourself out there more and more and more. And if all the big guys are doing it, I know we kind of say you don't always look at what they're doing, but that's one of the only things that genuinely makes sense for an independent podcast to do just as much as a celebrity should do. Yeah, yeah, that, you know? that's a really good point, actually, yeah. We do often say that we, we're not in the same lane as those people, so she wouldn't play their games. But yeah, you're right, that is one of the things that actually you can just directly mirror. So I guess, look, what's the call to action of this episode? In terms of the call to action for this episode, my suggestion, right, would be to just sit and reflect on 2023. What are all the things you did well that went well with your podcast? And what are all the areas, growth-wise specifically, because again, we want to get more listeners for your podcast and we want to build that audience when it comes to 2024 and dominate your industry, become that thought leader, all that good stuff. Write down just like one or two key strategies you want to go a mile deep in, right? That you really want to explore more and more come 2024. And with that being said, you have been fantastic and we'll catch you in the next episode.